Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, July the 13th, 2022. Hope you guys are off to a good day today. Glad to have you on as we continue our journey through the book of Proverbs. We are today on Proverbs chapter 24, and um, as we continue our journey through, so uh, 31 chapters in Proverbs. Have we still got uh, seven, eight? Eight, eight more, uh, seven, just 31. Yeah, 31 uh, or so, or seven more chapters. And uh, so we'll do today and we'll probably wrap up uh, in the next week or so. Um, yeah, so yesterday you noticed in chapter 22, actually, it shifted gears a little bit into a different kind of type of Proverbs. It went into more sayings. And these are a little longer than just your typical one, two verses uh, proverbs. This is like more like three to four to five verses. And there are 30 of those sayings that cover chapters 22, 23, and 24. So we'll wrap up today the sayings. Um, remember, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is a collection of wise sayings. And they come in a variety of different uh, forms. And they're just a, co- it's a collection. And so in chapter 22, it kind of starts in a different type of proverb. And that runs, I said, like I said, through today's chapter, chapter 24. And then in chapter, at the end of chapter four, it, it, it switches again, almost to similar to the way it sounded at the very beginning of Proverbs when we talked about the prologue, which are even an even longer section of, you know, 10 or 12 verses that make up that portion. Uh, that is under, in my Bible, is under the heading Further Sayings of the Wise. So that's how kind of Proverbs 24 concludes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll jump into that today. Again, thank you guys so much for being on. I hope you're having a fantastic week, summer as well. Hope you enjoyed Slurpee Day a few days ago, 7 Eleven. Got your Slurpee on. And um, yeah, so I got the, uh, we're getting ready to go camping. So went last, yesterday evening, got the, travel trailer got it in the front yard right not in the front yard in the driveway right now getting ready to prep it for the trip tomorrow Um, going over to uh, auburndale margaritaville rv resort i heard good things about it looking forward to it all right you guys let's jump in let's dive right into the wisdom y'all verse or chapter 24 of the book of proverbs you know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today as we uh, pick up with the sayings, uh, this, this, uh, these 30 sayings that are right here in the middle of the book of Proverbs. Uh, chapter 24 begins with saying number 20. So saying number 20. This is, by the way, the fifth week of Pentecost. And the theme for this week is, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. 
says the Lord. Isaiah 43, 1. Wow, that's beautiful, right? Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Man, child of God today, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. Why? Because you've been purchased by the Lord. You're his. Uh, as Paul would write in Colossians, your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Woo! Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. You are his. He has bought you with a price. He has redeemed you. I've called you by name. He knows your name. Sometimes we think of God as distant and removed, but never forget. We can never forget. God knows our name. He calls you by your name. He knows you personally, intimately, and loves you. You are his. Yeah. And because of that, he loves us so much, he's given this wis- us this wisdom so that we can navigate this life without falling into every pitfall that comes along. Uh, you know, some days are feel, they feel like that, right? Like every Don't there are some days you just feel like, it, 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 could I actually miss a pitfall? Like, I feel like I'm falling in every ditch today. I'm saying the wrong thing. I'm doing the wrong thing. I messed this up. Just, can we do a redo? Can we ever, you ever heard day that, you know, you get to like 9, 10, maybe noon. You're like, can we just redo this day? <laughs> well, hopefully today is not like that for you. But wisdom kind of helps us avoid some of that. So let's do it. Proverbs 24, saying number 20 says, Do not envy the wicked. Do not desire their company. For their hearts plot violence, and their lips talk without making, and their lips talk about making trouble. Don't envy the wicked. Over over and over, don't, don't envy the path of the wicked. Don't desire their company. Don't wish you were... You know, think about wicked people. Like, don't wish you were in their club. Don't wish you were invited to their parties. Don't wish you were invited to their cookouts. Don't wish. Don't don't wish you were invited to their meetings. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Don't desire their company. Their hearts plot violence. Their lips talk about making trouble. Verse three. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. What an awesome image there of a house. House built on wisdom. That's uh, The house that's built on wisdom, the, the life, and this is just an analogy for our, our lives, right? A life that is built on wisdom is like a house that is has understanding and is established, and, and the rooms is, are filled with knowledge and beautiful and rare treasures. It's like, wow, where did all this come from? It came from the Lord. <laughs> you build your house on wisdom. I'm like, wow, well, how did you, man, how did these things work out so well for you? It's like, well, they, you know, except for the Lord, it wouldn't have. It was God's wisdom, God's guidance, God's direction that helped us. And, and the reason our home is a home of peace, the reason, you know, that's the witness of the child of God is God has fills our house with these rare and beautiful treasures that are spiritual wisdom and insight and blessing and favor. I'm telling you, man, favor for the children of God is a real thing. Does God love everyone? Yes. But he has a special love and favor for his children. He does. Yes, he do. And often those benefits come in the form of spiritual blessings and his presence and his, uh, his guidance and those spiritual uh, gifts of, of uh, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about spiritual gifts in terms of individual spiritual gifts, but spiritual gifts of peace and joy and hope and, and confidence in the future. But he also, there are also, I think there are tangible, ob, objective, objectifiable, um, objective, uh, objective truths, objective uh, favors that God blesses. He does gives us things <laughs> that um, that can only be accounted to Him. Verse five: The wise prevail through great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. Surely you need guidance to wage war, and victory is won through many advisors. Hmm. You going through a war today? You dealing with something that's just got you perplexed? You're not sure how to go forward, what to do? Look, you can, how do you win the victory? You win the victory through many advisors, through wise, got not 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 many crazy advisors, not many random advisors. You you win the war through many godly advisors, getting insight and perspective, help uh, reaching out to people who can help us, friends, uh, mentors, even counselors, uh, who can help us win the victory. But the, the the key to winning a war is what you first you got to identify that you're in a war. I mean, sometimes we get beat up a long time before it dawns on us that wait, I'm in a war. <laughs> I better get my game on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I've been taking a beating here, and it just hit me. Like you know what? It just hit me. <laughs> it just hit me that I, I've been hit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, it just hit me that I'm getting hit, and 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 I and I need to like I need to get my game on. I need to get my spiritual resources in order. I need to get my, uh, you know, my my advisors, my people resources in order. I need to get my head in the game. I need to start looking at this as as a war, not just, uh, not just kind of walking through, getting pounced. And then when we identify it as such, then we get the people around us. We we uh, we we rally our resources. That's wisdom. Yeah. Saying 23, this is verse 7. Wisdom is too high for fools. In the assembly at the gate, they must not open their mouths. Hmm. Often in antiquity, uh, people would deliberate matters at the uh, gate, at the gate of the city. And here he's saying the assembly at the gate, those who gather, you gather to deliberate issues. Just If you're a fool, keep your mouth shut. Fools, wisdom is too high for fools. So in the assembly, fools just be quiet. Yeah, you, you you've all been in conversations like that. Maybe a meeting, and someone you know somebody says something, and you're like, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they do, they really do not know what they're talking about. Uh, it's bad when that person is the leader. <laughs> I'm sure my team has done that before. They're like, "Ooh, Terry don't know what he's talking about." <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all right, y'all. Wisdom. So I know I don't have all the wisdom. <laughs> um, verse eight, saying number twenty-four: Whoever plots evil will be known as a schemer. The schemes of folly or sin, and people detest a mocker. Hmm. Evil doesn't win, man. That's what he's saying. Evil doesn't win. It doesn't accomplish what it, you seek to accomplish, and you lose people. You lose, 
you lose friends and influence with others as well. People don't like a mocker. It's true. I mean, some people like you know they they mock and they criticize and and they're they're in they don't realize how they're alienating people. I mean, because the truth is, people people get tired of negativity, right? I mean, you can only take so much of it. I mean, for a little while, it's entertaining, maybe even funny. It shouldn't be. We shouldn't laugh at it, I guess, but we do. But 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 even still, after a while, you're like, okay, dude, you let lighten up. Like you're alienating people. Like people detest the mocker. It's true. A lot of times people don't realize what they're. Why are people re, being repelled from them? Why do people keep you know kind of running from them? Why can't they keep friends? Why can't they keep relationships? Why can't they? Why don't people want to be around them? Why aren't they invited to gatherings? Why aren't they invited to? Be, are you a mocker? Are you always complaining? Are you always negative? If that person, that's why. <laughs> Guess what? You the problem. <laughs> people detest the mocker. Saying 25, which begins at verse 10, if you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back those staggering towards slaughter. If you say, but we knew nothing about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay everyone according to what they have done? Hmm. Wow. To say, man, you got to be a stand-up person. Come on, y'all. You got to be a stand-up guy or lady. You got to be a stand-up. If you falter in the time of trouble, so when someone needs you the most, if you falter, I've got too much, I've got too little strength. I knew nothing about it. I, How could I? I didn't know that we were in, I didn't know. Nah, man, come on. And, and so we have, to, we have to know when to stand up. Even, even in, in, um, you know, in the world today, like it's true that it, you know, it's, it's wise to avoid strife and to avoid conflict. It's wise whenever you can. Uh, this proverb says, but there are also times you must stand up and don't miss those opportunities. It's not every day. It's not on every issue. But if you falter in time of trouble, really, how, how, how small is your strength? Like what good is your strength? What good is the wisdom? What good is your perspective? What good is your heart? What good is your help? If you miss the opportunity to help in the time of trouble, if a friend really needs you, like what good is it that you're, that you are their friend? If in the time when you could really be a friend, you squandered the opportunity. Wow. That's convicting, isn't it? I don't know about you, but man, that's convicting. Like I want to be a good friend. I want to be there for people. I want to be a stand-up guy when someone needs me. That's just kind of what he's saying. And you say, oh, I didn't really know. I didn't know it was that bad. I, And then, uh, yeah, but the Lord knows. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? The Lord knows you. You knew. You just didn't do anything about it. You didn't just, you just step up to help. Maybe, you got, maybe, maybe this is a word for somebody today. Maybe you know someone. They need help, man. Maybe they need to, Maybe the help is a difficult conversation. Maybe the help is, look, hey, you know, I see this in you. I love you. I care about you. I see this in you. This is not going well. And, uh, that's help too. Or and and then 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 follow up. How can I help? What can I do to help you? What can I do to help you help yourself? <laughs> right? Because um, we don't want to falter in a time of trouble when someone needs us. No, we want to be there. 
Yeah. Verse 26. I'm sorry, verse 13, saying, number 26, eat honey, my son, for it is good. I eat honey on my toes. I mean, I don't, I was a squirrel. <laughs> I just, I saw honey, and I was like, yeah, I like honey. Uh, eat honey, my son, for it is good. Honey from the comb is sweet to your taste. You ever, whenever you read something like that, you're like, okay, we're getting set up for something. This isn't about honey. This isn't about the sweet taste of honey. This is about something else. So let's see what else is it. Here we go. Verse 14. Know also that wisdom is like honey for you. If you find it, there is a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Hmm. Hope is like honey. It's just as, just as sweet for your soul as honey is to your mouth. Yeah. Verse 15, saying number 27, do not lurk like a thief near the house of the righteous. Do not plunder their dwelling place. For though the righteous fall seven times, they will rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Ooh, this is a warning against the wicked, right? And in 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 God's provision and protection uh, of the righteous. Don't lurk like a thief around the house of the righteous. Don't plunder their dwelling place because you can knock a righteous person down, but they're going to rise up seven times. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Maybe you felt like you've been knocked down today. Maybe this has been a rough week, rough, uh, rough, rough month for you. I can't talk. <laughs> Maybe it's been rough. You've been knocked down. You're like, man, Terry, I just keep, I feel like I just keep getting knocked down every day. I feel like I'm getting, I'm trying to get up off the ground. Look, Though the righteous fall seven times, they will rise again. It's like Rocky, man. I always think of Rocky when I hear that verse. You know, Rocky fighting Clubber Lang gets knocked down, bloody face, you know, depleted energy and strength. But you know what? He gets on up. He gets back up. Though the righteous fall seven times, he gets up. Everybody else telling him to stay down, stay down, stay down, stay down. Mm -mm, nope, mm -mm, no. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 Oh, you know, you know. So, hey, you maybe feel like you got knocked down. Look, I'll tell you something. You can hear the background music. The Eye of the Tiger. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. See, they're coming back. You're coming back. You're not going to stay down. You're coming back. Getting back up. And seven is metaphor, man. doesn't mean like literally like the seventh time you say, no, man. You just keep coming back no failure is final failure is only final if you let it be final failure failure is every every failure is an opportunity to learn opportunity to grow get stronger get wiser and so yeah so so in your life you feel like you've been knocked down look don't hear to the voices of the enemy that say say you're defeated that this you've been knocked down for the last time you're never going to get up uh-uh don't hear that hear the word of the lord I am with you. Though the righteous fall seven times, I will rise them up. Rising up. Come on. Yeah. Get back up. Go get it. Let's go. Saying 28, verse 17. Do not gloat when your enemy falls. <laughs> okay, on the other side of that. Don't gloat when your enemy falls. When they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice. Or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from them. So don't gloat. When someone else falls down, don't gloat over it. Mm -mm. 
The Lord isn't pleased with that either. Why? Because the ple- Lord loves them too. The Lord loves your enemy as well. He loves you, the, 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 the person who opposes you. God loves them. And so when they fall, when they stumble, we don't gloat. I mean, we're, we might be a little happy in, on the inside. <laughs> we shouldn't be, though. Oh, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm just being honest. But we shouldn't be. The wisdom is like, don't. Don't gloat over that. <laughs> don't, don't gloat. Don't gloat. The Lord will see and disapprove. Turn his, and turn his way around from them. Turn his, his wrath away from them. What? Turn it towards you. Get you. He's going to get you. Yeah, you don't want that. So we don't gloat. When you fall down, get back up. And when someone else falls down, you know, put your hand out. Help them out. Saying number 29, verse 19, do not fret because of evildoers or be envious of the wicked, for the evildoer has no future hope, and the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. Don't, don't envy the wicked. Don't envy the, the prosperity of the wicked or the, the lifestyle of the wicked or uh, the, the way evildoers run their life. Don't, don't be envious. Why? Because it's momentary, man. They, they don't have no future. The evildoer has no future. It won't, it won't last. It's a mist. It's a vapor. It'll be gone tomorrow. Don't envy it. That's wisdom. It helps you see beyond the the. the, the the bull, you know what I'm saying? Helps you, helps you see beyond the, the lie. That's what wisdom does. It gives you eternal perspective, a true perspective. Saying number 30, this is the last of the sayings, and then uh, we'll wrap up with the kind of further sayings of the wise at the end of chapter 24, but this is the last of the sayings, 30 of 30 right here. Verse 21, fear the Lord and the king, my son, and do not join with rebellious officials. For those two will send sudden destruction on them, and who knows what calamities they can bring. Hmm. Fear the Lord and the King. Like respect authority. You know, don't 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 be rebellious and just you know just try to upend things just for the sake of upending them. Nah. Fear the Lord and the King. It'll go well with you. All right, let's do it. Okay, so now we're now it shifts gears. It's further sayings of the wise. This is verses 23 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 34. So 23 through 34. So let's do it. These are the sayings of the wise. To show partiality in judging is not good. You know, your kids come. They did. They didn't know she did. He did. You got don't show partiality. You got to listen between kids and stepchildren or whatever, listen, don't show partiality because showing partiality and judging is not good. Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, will be cursed by peoples and denounced by nations. But it will go well with those who convict the guilty and rich blessing will come upon them. You got to administrate justice, fairness. Someone's guilty, they need to pay the penalty. Verse 26, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Ooh, come on, y'all. An honest answer is like a, a smooch on the lips. <laughs> uh, Pastor Terry, don't be doing that, man. Pastor Terry, come on, come listen to this. Don't be, don't be do that. Don't ever do, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I told some of y'all say, Pastor Terry, don't ever do, don't ever do that again. Uh, yeah, but listen, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. This is just right. Verse 27. Put your outdoor, it's approval, right? 
kiss on the lips is, is a is a, was a sign of it wasn't just a sign of romance it was a sign of approval of friendship of reconciliation of relationship of of a uh, of a true friend an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips it's like being an, a true friend is going to give you an honest answer some people don't want an honest answer they want you to tell them what they want to hear i think we all do that sometimes don't we and what I want to hear, but an honest answer is like a kiss on the lip. A lying answer is like a kick in the butt. <laughs> it doesn't say that. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. A lying answer is like a kick in the butt. It doesn't say that, but it is true. Verse 27, put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. You got to work, do things in order, man. Got to lay the foundation first. Do not testify against your neighbor without cause. Would you use your lips to mislead? Hmm. Don't just try to bring somebody down for no reason. Ain't right. Verse 29. Do not say, I'll do them as they have done me, and I'll get them back for what they did. Don't do that. Now, this is the Old Testament guy, and it's guys, and it's saying, don't even, don't even do that. This eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Don't, no, no. That, we, we, we passed that. Already in the book of Proverbs, we already passed that. That ain't, the way you, that ain't the way you survive. That's not the way you thrive. Do unto others what? As you would have them do unto you. If you'd want someone to forgive you, forgive them. If you'd want someone to uh, help you, help them. And on and on. Verse 30. I went past the field of a sluggard, past the vineyard of someone who has no sense. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed and learned a lesson from what I saw. Verse 33, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. Wow. Powerful lesson there on laziness. He said, I went by past the house of a sluggard. Everything was overgrown. The vineyard wasn't tended to. Thorns had popped up everywhere. Stones were still, stone wall was in ruin. No one had re repaired the wall now i started to think about what's going on here what lesson is there to learn from this and verse 33 and 34 is a lesson a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man mm. all right you guys that wraps it up that ends up ends chapter 24 man good words today hope these words encourage you um we start off right off with the uh, reminder that uh, we don't have to be afraid. We are redeemed. We've, uh, the Lord has called us by name. And even when we get down, the, the Lord will lift us up. Though the righteous fall seven times, the, the Lord will lift him up. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, let's pray, y'all. Lord, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you for your holy word. Thank you for the promise that we are yours, that we don't have to fear, that fear uh, is not from you, that perfect love drives out fear. And we know that you have uh, extended perfect love to us, and now that perfect love lives in us. And so, Lord, we pray that our hearts and our lives would be filled with perfect love, and it would then would drive out every, every ounce of fear. Lord, I pray for my friends today. May you bless them, encourage them, strengthen them. May, uh, may they see that they are favored and loved by you. If they've been knocked down, May today they find the strength in you to go back and to go again. Because greater is he that is in them, that is in us, than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
We give you praise and thanks for all your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for spending some time uh, just absorbing some of the Word of God. Pray that you go out and apply it today. Uh, have a great day. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for liking this and subscribing this, and many of you for taking time on Apple and other platforms to leave a comment. That really, really does help when people are looking for the podcast. They can kind of get a, 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 a recommendation. So thanks. Thank you so much for taking time to do that. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time. You guys have a great day. God bless. Love you guys. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.